This is episode 281 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, and today we're going to talk about something that I've actually never talked about. However, I've been percolating a lot on this because the more and more I'm doing these complimentary 20-minute consultations with you guys, the more I'm hearing this topic come up. If you don't know what I'm talking about at any point, if you are in the realm of expanding your business, I offer a 20-minute what problem do you want to solve consultation where we can set up a meeting. Just go to jumpconsulting.net and you can sign up right away. But one of the things that keep kind of coming through my mind is, are you in a toxic relationship with your business? Now, stay with me here. Toxic is a very strong word and I totally get it. And um, I think the whole world is just really waking up and we're really in the past couple of years aware of things that are going on around us. I think people are starting to question. I think people are starting to let the subconscious come to the conscious and really take heed of what is happening that's in our interpersonal relationships, that's in the world and everything in between. And one of those things that I want to talk about today is the relationship that you have with your business. I actually see a lot of people that might have a toxic relationship. And I want you to, I encourage you and I urge you to open up your mind today and really think about this with me. Could this be you? Could this be your company? I'm wondering because I'm I'm hearing a lot of these toxic traits. So what are the red flags that you should look for? So really think about this openly, okay? Are there certain clients that are always nitpicking for no reason? I mean, they are just making mountains out of molehills. They are saying, you know, you came at 732 instead of 730, and they are just besides themselves on it. Maybe you have an employee holding you hostage. Maybe this employee is a know-it-all or never really following your rules. Maybe you've corrected them multiple times, but you're just like afraid to like let them go. And you know that there's always going to be something. Anytime that text message, email, or phone call comes through from them, your body just kind of tightens up. It cringes because you're like, what is it now? And they're just really someone that if you were in front of them right now and wanted to, and were in a place to offer them a job, you would not offer them a job knowing what you know now. What about boundaries with time? Are you constantly being run over by your business? Are you not eating right? Are you going through fast food? Are you not eating at all? Are you eating too much of just like circle K food, right? What are the boundaries with sleep? You know, does it take you just so long to just unwind and you're not sleeping well at night or you're constantly waking up in the middle of the night wondering, oh my God, did I remember to do that? That's it. What kind of boundaries do you have with time in your life as it relates to your business? Or maybe you have people in your business 
employees or staff or workers that are just gossiping or telling lies. Maybe they're shaming people. They're always complaining about one of their coworkers and I can't believe she's not doing this. Or every time I go in, I share a pet sit with her. She's just not up to snuff. She's not good enough. Or maybe there's just poor communication like that. Like there's a pet sitter that just is not having that team mentality. You know that when you have a team approach and you have two or three pet sitters on maybe a vacation sit or a weekly dog walk that the communication just stops with a certain person. Or maybe your approval process has way too many layers. Maybe in order for your office management or your salesperson or your marketing or your HR or just like the people that are answering the phone and helping take care of things. Maybe that approval process or that communication is like a breakdown. Maybe we haven't empowered them enough, or maybe they're just asking you every single step of the way. They're not really working for you or helping you. They're really actually making you their helper. You are helping them. They are not helping you. Or maybe you're just ruling, (laughs) weird word, but leading with such a scary feeling that you end up micromanaging everybody. You don't allow people to really give them the reins and make a mistake. People are going to make mistakes, right? But you're just so afraid of any kind of mistake happening that you are micromanaging them. And it is, it's a red flag. It's really, it's making that person feel like you don't trust them. Or maybe it's a blame game. And I'm going to get real personal on this one. The obvious answer here is someone blames someone else, right? But maybe you are blaming your staff or the inadequacy or the client, instead of saying to yourself, hmm, what responsibility do I have in this situation? Okay. Maybe you're blaming everyone else when really you should be examining yourself and figuring out what have I contributed to this dissolution or to this not being as successful as I've desired. Maybe you're a boss that doesn't care. Ouch. I might be offending some of you right now and I get it. And I'm I'm saying this with love. But when I say don't care, are you that kind of boss that literally expects your employees to have no boundaries? Oh my gosh, but I sent them an email and they have not responded and it's been 21 hours. Well, are you paying them to be on call or, you know, is it their day off? Or what about like no vacation time or no sick time? Like what do you do to show your staff that you care other than saying, oh, I'm always here. Just let me know if you have a question, you can call me. But like what do you really do to promote a beautiful company culture? It was just recently Employee Appreciation Day. I believe we spoke about that last episode. What did you do for Employee Appreciation Day? This week is Professional Pet Sitter Week. What are you doing for Professional Pet Sitter Week? These are things that we actually talk a lot about in the Mastermind where we kind of give each other the heads up so that we're not caught with our pants down. We do things, we talk about things, ways to really build our company culture. So don't forget about that. Put those important dates on your calendar so you know that they're coming up. Maybe there's people on your team that feel entitled or know it all. These are all red flags for like toxic traits or toxic relationships with your business. Maybe you're just burnt out. I actually saw a pet sitter post something. It was her emoji with her face and a piece of bread. And she said, I'm burnt out. I'll get back to all my phone calls in 48 hours. I need a minute. I was like, oh, girl, 
what happened to get you there. And respectfully, what an unprofessional message to be putting on your Instagram. I just cringed for her because clearly something happened like 15 steps ago to lead her to this point. It's just such an off-putting message to the whole world to just say, you know, I can't handle things right now. It doesn't really evoke a lot of trust, but I do understand that we deal with burnout. And so it's really important to acknowledge it when it happens. And it's important to put in safeguards to try to avoid it from happening. And from that burnout, we're not the best versions of ourselves. And that could lead to high turnover. Or maybe you just have high turnover because you're picking the wrong people. And when there is high turnover and the staff is constantly changing, that doesn't instill a lot of trust in our clients. And it also is really hard to build company culture if people are constantly fluid. They're constantly coming in and out. So these are all things that either contribute or might be a red flag to show you that you might have a toxic relationship with your business. And what do we need to do to turn this around? Guys, I'm talking to your heart today. I'm not going to be giving you step one, step two, step three. I really want you to percolate on this. I want you to think about this because you started this business for a reason. And I want you to remind yourself of what that reason is. I want you to write that reason down and put it somewhere where you can see it. Maybe the visor in your car or on your mirror in the bathroom or on a sticky note on your computer. Like I started this business because fill in the blank to help as many pets as you possibly can. Well, then you need to have a really amazing operation and you need to be able to start cloning yourself times 10. You started it so that you could be your own boss and you could have a work-life balance. How is that going for you? Have you been able to get past the survival mode of build, 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 crush, 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 kill, 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 and, or, you know, break your back, work so hard? Or have you woken up and realized that, you know, all of this stress and busy work is really not doing a body good or your family good or your mental health good? That you're breaking your back, like trying to build something when really all you got to do is hit it in the right spot instead of banging it all everywhere, right? I want you to really think about what's your relationship with your business. I want you to remember why you got into it. I'm going to tell you my business is twofold. One, I get a natural high and I feel like I'm living my life's purpose when I am coaching and helping you guys or I'm speaking. Like when I get to pour all of this energy that I have been just naturally gifted with into somebody and I see that light bulb go off and they're like, oh my God, I can do it. Or, oh my God, I didn't think of it that way. That makes so much sense. That is just living my purpose. Okay. And I am so grateful for it every single day. But the other fold to this is also that I always wanted to be able to have a work-life balance. I wanted the luxury of time in my life. Not the luxury of money, believe it or not, but time. Inadvertently, money does equal time and time does equal money. They're very interchangeable. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to design a life where, especially now that I'm a single mom, that I could be there 100% for my daughter when I have her. Guys, if you don't know, I got a divorce a couple years ago and I have my daughter 50-50. And so that 50%, when I'm not with her, I am working or this year I've actually started playing finally and doing things for myself, okay? And realizing that I don't need to work as hard. But then when my daughter's around, I am 100% with her. I'm not coaching. I'm not doing things. I'm 
sharing on my Instagram stories, but I'm also, I'm there 100% with her. I don't care what time it is. I don't care what needs to be done. I'm not checking emails. I'm not at my desk working. I am present with her because someone told me a long time ago that you only get 18 summers with your kids. With Olivia, it's even less because we started off in NICU. She was born at 12 ounces. If you're just joining the show, you can go back a couple episodes. I'll have to look it up. We could put it in the show notes. I'll tell you my whole divorce story. I think that was like episode maybe 250. I could be wrong. And then the very first couple episodes, I recorded them from the closet of my master bedroom because it was the only place in my house at the time that had carpet. And so it didn't sound like I was in a tin can. And I told you the whole story about Olivia and when we were in NICU for 182 days. She's now an almost eight-year-old, happy, healthy, spunky, lovable kid, and we are great. But my why, going back to my business, is my business is not going to run me. I run my business. I am not going to be a slave to my business. I'm going to have my vision so distinctly that I reverse engineer a life, design a life that I want to live. And I've had many of my pet sitting clients do that as well. In fact, what they do is when they start scaling their business, when they're in a healthy relationship with their business, they're doing healthy things on the weekends. One of my favorite posts is every Saturday, we ask inside the mastermind, hey, what are you doing this weekend? And the things that people post are just divine. They're beautiful. And you can see their joy and their excitement to just share what they're doing. Now, granted, this isn't a perfect life and not everybody is at the same exact spot every moment. Sometimes people are trying to get out of it and trying to balance it and try to get that designed life, right? And that's okay if you're in that season of your life. It's okay if you have a toxic relationship. The point of this podcast is to get you to be awake and to really critically think, to stop just going through the motions and being in the hamster wheel and another day and another dollar and, oh my God, thank God it's Friday and, oh my God, crap, it's Monday. Like, no, no. You are meant for so much more. You are meant for so much more. And so isn't your business. You are one of the crazy people on this earth that was crazy enough to start a business. And if you're a jumper, you're probably past that three or four year mark which means you're also way above that the rest of everybody else. Let's create this life you want to live. I had an intensive with one gal. She wanted to buy an RV and travel the world with her family while remotely running her company. Awesome. I have another one that they every single weekend they take off and they've got two kids, one of which is a special needs. They bought like a cabin in the woods and they go do that no matter what every single weekend. I have another person that just really needed to eliminate a lot of stress in her life because her and her husband wanted to start IVF. They had tried for a long time to start a family and they finally did. And while she was doing IVF and not succeeding the way that she wanted at that time in that season, she was making incredible systems in her business of way to do things. And then the processes to just make it flow really nicely so that now she actually is pregnant and she just had her baby and now her business can run really smoothly because she really designed this life. She designed her ability to take off. Guys, we're our own business owner. We shouldn't have to ask 
an employee if they can like work so that we can take time off. You deserve to have a business worth living. And I hope this podcast is giving you that right now. I hope this podcast is saying, whoa, yeah, there's some red flags in my business. I have some people working for me that I would not hire today if I had the opportunity. There are some clients out there that I would not accept as a client if I knew what I knew now. There is some systems and processes or ways of doing things that are just time sucking and they're creating so much more work and effort and time and money. Or I am running a business and I'm not even able to save any money because my numbers are just so upside down. All of this stuff leads to burnout. It leads to exhaustion. It leads to negative feelings about your business. I want you to be in the most harmonious, joyful, exciting relationship with your business. I believe that is true. I believe that you can live a life because I live that life because my clients live that life. It is out there and it is possible. And there's nobody telling you out there right now. There is nobody telling you this right now. And today I'm here to tell you that you can be in a healthy relationship with your business. Are you? I want you to shoot me an email. If you're one of the ones out there struggling right now, I want you to shoot me an email, bella at jumpconsulting.net. I personally answer all of them. I want you to think about what is your business doing for you? Not to sound like Kennedy, but... (laughs) Ask not what you can do for your business, but what your business can do for you. I want you to really think about that. Please, 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 please. And I'll tell you that systems and processes are a really big start with it the image that you put off to the rest of the world is a really big thing to it. Getting back in line with your vision. When we lose sight of our vision and we stop trying to make a little inch of a step forward to our vision every single day, what happens is that we get overwhelmed. So many of you are overwhelmed right now. I know it. I hear it. And it's because you don't have a clear vision and you're not actively working on it every day. And so yes, the toxicity comes into it all. I also want you to think about what are you attracting? If you're a hot mess and you're running around with your hair on fire, guess what? That's what you're going to attract. So likewise, if it works for the negative, it also works for the positive. I want you to think about what are you attracting? What kind of employees are you attracting? What kind of clients are you attracting? Guys, this is really, really big. I want you to really hear me right now. I know we're 19 minutes into this episode right now, but listen to me. What are you attracting? What are you putting on your social media? What are you emailing your clients? What are you putting on your Instagram and Facebook stories? If I just overwhelmed you just simply by saying all of those things because you're not doing them, we need to talk. If you are thinking, oh my God, I'm trying to keep up and do all this stuff and I'm just throwing spaghetti up against the wall and seeing what sticks, I'm telling you, you're probably not attracting the right kind of things. If I want to work for your company and you want to have a healthy company and you want to attract awesome employees, when I go and I cyber stalk you and I go to your Instagram and your Facebook, what am I seeing on there? Am I seeing images of you like applauding and celebrating your company and your employees? Is it making me want to work for you? Can I see myself as an employee with you? Alternatively, if I'm a client, can I see myself as a client with you or is all I'm seeing is just cute faces of pets that aren't my own that don't tell me anything about you? What kind of company culture are you building? If anything was less than stellar, well, I was just saying that we still need to talk. The wait list is open and 
or better marketing with Bella. And next week, we're going to start getting commitments for our existing members that they want to renew, which last semester we had an 86% renew rate. So we didn't even get to welcome everyone that was on our wait list. So get on the wait list. It's jumpconsulting.net forward slash wait list. If you want to know more about the program, it's jumpconsulting.net forward slash marketing. It's better marketing with Bella where we give you those emails, those reels, those videos, those graphics, the copy, what to say and when to post them. We give you all of this stuff. So you don't have to have that creativity and that creative juice. And in addition We always talk about employees. Every month we give you something about employees. Our coaching calls that we do, we give you lots of ideas. We just gave everyone giffies so that they could dominate their local Facebook groups and be posting stickers or giffies of themselves. We showed them how easy it is to do it. If you follow me on Instagram, you've already seen me brag about them. They're killing it. These little things make a big, big difference. It makes your company stand out and it attracts the right kind of people. So guys think about, are you in a toxic relationship with your business? Are you just not happy with it? Are you burnt out? Are you grumpy? Are you tense? Do you feel like it's strangling you? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel underneath it? That is not a good relationship. And you do not deserve to be in a bad relationship with your business. There is so much that can be done about this, but you need to talk to me. You need to reach out to me. We need to work together, no matter what that looks like. I hope it might be better marketing with Bella to start so that at least your message to the world is strong, but it could be Zoom intensives. It could be in-person intensives. Speaking of which, by the way, in-person intensives for Arizona. If you want to come to Arizona, it's beautiful here. I'll put you up in an Airbnb for two nights and I will come to that Airbnb for eight hours and you and I'll just work together. A lot of times I've heard a lot of people say they want to extend, which is fine. You can do that on your own. It's beautiful here. So you can reach out to me about that as well. But you guys, I'm just so happy that you're here and you're listening to the podcast. I encourage you to share it Please, if you find this podcast helpful, grab the link and share it in any groups or on your feed, your news feed, or in your stories. Michelle, thank you so much for sharing this podcast every week. It just makes me so happy to know that we have helped you so much that you share it. I love that. She shares it on her Instagram stories all the time. You guys, as you know, you can listen to this on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or Anywhere you listen to podcasts, it's syndicated everywhere. But you guys, let me help you. Like, what do we have to do to turn this from let's just talk about it and I'm talking in your ears now for 23 minutes of your life to actual actionable momentum? How can we change your life? How can we change your business together? I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm here for you. And I want to hear from you. Please let me know what stood out to you for this podcast today. You guys have an amazing weekend going into the weekend. Please remember that when life gets you down, always keep jumping. Or for today, if you feel like you have a toxic business, you can easily make it into a healthy business. Think about it. 
So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.